Welcome everybody to another episode of Haven of Horror. I lost my trail of thought there. Uh, <laughs> as we continue through our Valentine's Day reviews, uh, any horror film that has some kind of connection to either love or in this case, Valentine's Day. Uh, the remake of My Bloody Valentine. Unfortunately, the original was not streaming, so we decided to do this one. Um, which is a film I like, but I think it's just despite itself. That's it. <laughs> um, so let me ask you this, Doolittle, because you mentioned that you didn't like this one quite as much. Would you believe that the screenplay was written by one of the guys, or co-written by one of the guys that did Jason X? Uh, yes. <laughs> I would absolutely <laughs> believe you. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm so happy you told me that, because that brings a certain amount of clarity to my viewing experience. Well, what's uh, even more insane is he also did that movie Drive Angry, which everybody loves. Yeah, uh, you know, I watched Drive Angry, like, a while ago, um, and I had a fun time with it. It was, like, kind of, you know, it's a very exploitive movie. I don't know if I would like it as much anymore i'd have to go back to it uh just because i've grown so much uh with my like personal tastes but um nicholas cage is pretty sweet in that movie from what i can remember um and so i i had a fun time watching that movie uh i can see elements of that in this i i can definitely say that uh because this movie can go pretty crazy sometimes so just to also note before we get into the actual meat of this review uh, so the guy's name is Todd Farmer, and he is the truck driver in this movie that gets killed uh, for being a piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh, I guess I want to start here with Jensen Ackles, because he's kind of the biggest name that this movie has, and he is hands down the best part of this movie, and I think why I, I end up on this side of liking it. but. I've always had this weird thing with him where, because, you know, he is mostly a TV actor. He's most famously known for Supernatural. He was in a season of Smallville. He's he's kind of too good for TV, but I don't know if he's mega movie star good. I was thinking about that while watching this movie. Um, I don't know. I think he could have been like a, a movie person. Um, I definitely think that it's cool that he has done a lot of TV stuff. It's cool that he's been able to kind of um, own those roles. And there are also, like, actors where, like, you know, just being a TV actor, like, you kind of need to be, like, a TV actor to be available for TV shows. Because if you're in movies, then you're just not available for, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's one of those things where it's, like, the scheduling. So it's you know it's worked out for his career which is cool um and he's gonna be in uh, the boys uh in the next season which is cool you know and uh, okay i thought i thought about this do you think he could have been batman in live action because i know that he voices batman in the long halloween movie and i could see elements of batman in his performance in this film which is interesting maybe 20 years ago okay that's fair but i think because so He's a strange case. We're getting a little off topic here. Sorry, folks. But mm -hmm. he's a strange no, no case where he could also have been Jason Todd, and I wouldn't have batted an eye. Oh, that's fair. 
Yeah, and I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of relevant that we're talking about like him as an actor, you know, like in the industry, like, like yeah, I think he could have done a lot more uh, with like movies, but I think that his career has paid off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like he's done some pretty satisfactory work overall to me. Like I, I think he's done some cool stuff. Yeah, and so and there is a couple other actors in this that have gone on to do stuff, uh, like the sheriff's mistress, which we'll get into here in a minute. Uh, she is currently on that show, The Blacklist, mm-hmm. uh, and she's like the lead in that, and she's pretty good in that. Um, she just doesn't get anything to work with here. Uh, well, and she's part of probably the uh, one of the most awkward subplots of the movie, I think, overall, um, which doesn't help that at all. Um, also, Jamie King is in this movie, which is cool because she's in Sin City um like she she's pretty cool yeah so let's let's just start at the beginning then because a lot of the first i don't know 10 20 minutes is mostly set up uh mm-hmm. for the main film and i so i haven't went back and watched the original i know but i do know this the the twist in this movie is pulled from the original but they they changed the motivation and the reason why to a certain degree. Um, So the movie starts and it shows that these miners have been basically trapped in a cavement, right? And it's revealed that one of them, Harry, uh, Harry Warden has gone crazy, went crazy and killed the others to, they say it's to suppress or like to, to get all the oxygen for himself. But it also just kind of seems like he's a crazy person. Mm-hmm. So if he, because if he only killed those miners to preserve his oxygen, why does he kill later and then cut out people's hearts? <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I had a question about the heart thing. I did not understand the the motivations behind that. I had a hard time grappling with the psychology, to be honest, of of that stuff. I didn't really know got a good handle on that which is kind of a problem uh but the heart thing i definitely was like lost i didn't understand that at all so i guess i also want to throw out the disclaimer i am perfectly aware that this is just a shitty reboot of of an 80s slasher film and i don't you know i don't need it to be wise and deep it's just we have to treat the we have to question motivations in the film that's what we're here for yeah it felt like that was only there because that's what the that's what he did in the original. At least I assume that's what he did in the original, which is what ties it into the Valentine's Day motif. I see. Okay, um, okay. I mean, that's that would make sense. I guess they're just trying to keep that iconography. I mean, I could be totally just like out of line because I haven't seen the original. Um, yeah, if, I guess. Yeah. If we're wrong, you know, let us know. Uh, we're we're very uh, yeah. curious. We do want to do the original, which is unfortunately not streaming anywhere currently. Yeah. Uh, so we're going off this blind. So we get that, mm-hmm. and then we get the attack on the the kid quote kids, uh, which you know what I have to say, I do kind of appreciate that they still casted thirty something year olds as teenagers. It, it's not a it's not a shitty slasher movie until there's thirty year old teenagers. 
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Well, when I initially got to that part, I was like, hold on a second, this is a little weird. But they flash forwarded, uh, and like there's a time skip, kind of, yeah. kind of getting ahead of ourselves. But um, they at least justify the casting a little bit with that, like a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so we get the attack, and then we flash forward. Uh, Jensen Ackles' character has left. He has come back to sell the mine. So let me ask you this: Was yeah. because I noticed this, and I I'd seen I've seen this movie quite a bit. I owned this on DVD like when it first came out, and I watched oh, it wow. quite a bit. Um, because like this is my kind of movie. It's it's really stupid. It's really sleazy, and it's got some great kills. Like uh, mm-hmm. that's my perfect horror film. Uh, I could agree with you on that for sure. The the, the latter thing yeah. you said. Did you see the twist coming? No, really. I I I, I actually didn't. Um, well, because I felt like it would be such an obvious thing that I I didn't think that they would do it. Like I just thought that was just like a, I don't know. I just thought it was like a red herring. Yeah. Um, but then once it got there, I was like, oh, well, of course, you know, like, <laughs> uh, um, you know, uh, yeah, very definitely, uh, felt very dumb with that twist. Uh, but you know, it is what it is. Did you yeah. see it coming when you first watched it when you were younger? No, I did not. I did not. I okay. remember. And that was part of what I loved about it because even if it's stupid, I love twists like that. Just yeah. Be- because they, they have this epic feeling to them, even if after you think about it, it's really stupid. Um, mm. Although, I, I like it in this, because if there's anything that this movie is about thematically, it is about past trauma. Sure. Um, and not being able to quite overcome that. And I think part of what makes that work is, like we mentioned, Jens, Jensen Ackles is really good in this movie. Oh, yeah. Well, when we get to the twist, uh, he sells it really hard. Um, yeah, I think I think he does a really good job with that. Yeah, because he, uh, it's like it has that scene where the sheriff's like, um, you know, Harry is is that you or whatever, and he just like kind of looks at him menacing, he's like, "I'm right here," and it's like, mm-hmm. "Damn, you you gave it your all in this like B movie." <laughs> yeah. What's really funny is that this movie came out the same year as the Friday remake. Which has the other member of main cast member of Supernatural, Jared Padalecki. Yeah, he's pre- and he's pretty good in that movie. He's also the best human character in that movie. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, so the reason I asked about the twist, because watching it this time for the first time in a while, but remembering the twist, the thing that gave it away for me, or that I thought would give it away, is the scene. Where when he first goes out down in the mine and Harry locks quote Harry locks him in that cage, and there's that scene where everything he, Harry does is just a mimic of what Jensen Ackles' character does, and I was like, are they are they trying to foreshadow the twist? Uh, so I wasn't yeah. sure with with you having coming into this from from a fresh perspective if you. Uh, if you if that gave it away for you well i can definitely say that like i was not thinking about that when i was watching that scene i was i i kind of came into this one very um i was not informed really uh when i first came into this film really i 
knew about like the iconography, you know, like I knew about the heart in the movie, like the, the heart kind of like thing with the killer. And I knew about the look of the killer, which by the way, um, I love the design of, of the killer. I think he looks really cool. I just think like gas masks in general, like the, the kind of goggle look on characters looks really cool. That's why I like DC Sandman uh, and the Golden Age Sandman. Like there's just a really cool look, you know, to the to the design. Um, and so I so I knew that and I knew that and I knew his heart thing. I did not know about the twist though, and I didn't even think to look for any signs of that because I was just kind of like, all right, like I'll I'll enjoy the ride. There's like a mystery element to this, you know. Mm-hmm. So I agree with you with the design, um, and yeah. that is that that is the other thing I want to praise this movie for is it understands that Harry Warden has has the same thing that, like, say, Jason or Michael does. It's a very simple costume, and it's effective. Yeah, so I, I saw a motherfucker in a mine suit with a, a pickaxe running at me. I'm going to be scared shitless. But, yeah, no, he looks, he looks really freaky, you know? Yeah, and I do wonder... I assume it's a stunt guy in the suit, because... But they put a lot of thought into like his movements and the way it, exactly when to trigger like that breathing sound with the mask. Um, mm-hmm. Everything with Harry Warden seems really thought out. It's just everything else around the movie. It feels like at a certain point they just ran out of time or didn't know what to do. Um, I guess the most horror. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, I was gonna say, or they were really fixated on the three D element of the movie i think that could have been part of it as well so i'm glad you brought that up because i wanted i wanted to mention so this movie came out in 2009 which was what 10 12 years ago something like that Mm -hmm. this movie looks like shit at certain points oh yeah mostly because of the 3d i i agree they um they take scenes that on paper would look really, really cool, um, I think, and like as set pieces, you know, and they just totally botch it, you know, like the execution of it because they're so fixated on uh, like the gimmick of like 3D, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the most egregious moments to me, uh, there's a there's a scene with, uh, her, is her name Irene? Um I think um, she's like completely naked or whatever. Um, oh yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And she's trying. He's trying to get at her, and the the axe keeps going into the camera, and it just looks awful because it's repeated like over and over and over again. I think it's that scene, but there there is a scene like that where he keeps doing it, and it's like it's not cool anymore, you know. Mine is um, the same scene. But it's when he kills the truck driver. Uh, it like goes. I think it's the truck driver. It's the one where the axe like goes through the eye, and the eye is like supposed to pop up at the camera. But it's oh, like okay. terrible CGI, and it's like, oh god. No, yeah. Well, the CGI in this movie is also pretty rough. Um, yeah. Yeah. However, I do have to give a, a, a praise. This movie is made on a $14 million budget, and it made almost $120 million at the box office. 
Yeah, I I wonder what the factors were, considering that this movie is, like, R-rated. Like, I don't know if, like, uh, well, I just don't know how, like, people, like, maybe it was the novelty of it, I guess, right? Because uh, I'm trying to think about how this was successful, because that's pretty, like, impressive um, that this was able to be, like, a financial movie, all things considered, given the genre it's in um, and, like, how, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, with this being a more obscure slasher, you know, it's not Friday the 13th, it's not Halloween. If I had to guess, I would say it's a right time, right place. Because this was, this was right at the tail end of the horror slasher remake. And all of those movies made money. So I'm guessing, you know, you advertise it, oh, it's a slasher movie. It's like Friday the 13th or Halloween. It's going to make money. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just in that like zeitgeist. Yeah, it's a good way of putting it. So we should probably uh, mention talk about probably the worst subplot in this movie, which is the sheriff, uh, his wife, Jensen Ackles' character, and the sheriff's mistress. Because mm-hmm. I am convinced this movie forgets that the sheriff is a cheating bastard. Until the last, like, 20, 30 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really awkward. Um, because I, I remember while I was watching this movie, I um, eventually I, I just I asked uh, John, um, like, in the horror, Haven of Horror uh, server, like, does this come back, like, at all? And by the time I asked that, I want to say, like, uh, two minutes later or three minutes later or something like that um they do address it again but it's a little too late uh definitely like a pretty sloppily handled uh subplot um and also it doesn't help that the sheriff just kind of comes off as an antagonistic force in the movie you know because of his position um as like the sheriff in a slasher movie but also like the fact that he is um you know, and like not believing people, you know what I mean? Like, so that is already kind of against his favor, but he's also like cheating on his wife. And I don't know why he's cheating on his wife too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just found the whole thing very kind of muddled overall. What, what, what did you think? So I didn't mind him being like basically an antagonistic force because no, in many fine. ways our protagonist is the antagonist. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, the protagonist is supposed to be Jensen Ackles, Tom Hanniger. Where it, it lost me. Because I was with it, you know, this is a sheriff who's in a marriage, who's married to someone who obviously settled for him. Um, this this obviously was not like, oh, you know, they're so in love, marriage. You know, she obviously settled for him because uh, Jensen Ackles' character left town. So, you know, it makes sense that, oh, you know, maybe he goes out and looks for someone else that would really want him, even if that makes him kind of a scummy person. What was weird to me, they they dropped the bombshell that his mistress is pregnant. And then for the next, I guess the whole second act, if you want, his entire character motivation is that he's jealous of Tom, of Tom uh, Hanniger. And wants to keep him away from his wife that he's cheating on. 
yeah and oh my god you brought up that she's pregnant i did not i totally forgot about that because it never like, comes back <laughs> yeah that's a that's that's a problem <laughs> like oh <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> it it is a problem and i think the only way to fix it is just cut it you didn't need that yeah no it, absolutely like i forgot it, you know um no that that seems like something that's like that seems like a first draft issue or something you know that you would like iron out later that's crazy yeah because it's just like oh she's pregnant and then i think it's the very next scene she's in is when she's brutally murdered it's like oh okay yeah oh she's like given i think three scenes yeah i could be wrong like it's it's crazy how underdeveloped that is <laughs> but you know why she's there she is the Whoa. she is the catalyst because that is what uh eventually gets tom and he slips up because he reveals that he knew more about mary's death than he's told oh that's why okay. that character exists so that the the sheriff and his wife will eventually figure out that Tom is the one killing. Yeah, so I guess there is like some connective tissue there. But it's like I get you know, ah, oh, wow. That's crazy that they did that. I am with that whole subplot until she disappears from the film. Or really, I yeah, guess until sure. the pregnancy reveal. Um, because I think it does add a different layer to a slasher. Where instead of, you know, like it's not a Friday the 13th where it's just a bunch of dumb teenagers and they're horny. Um, these characters are, even if it's not handled well, these characters are going through something that I think is somewhat relatable. You know, having mm -hmm. a, a lousy job, your wife doesn't want you, you know, she kind of settled for you. Uh, you're you're having an affair because you feel unwanted at home or, you know, you and your spouse are always fighting. But none of that is relevant to the ongo the actual plot of the movie. It's just, well, we got to give these people some kind of character traits. Yeah, they're not, like, thematically or contextually intertwined with, like, the actual, like, conflict of the movie or, or anything like that, you know? Um, maybe, maybe thematically, right? Because you're, you're, your point about her settling for um for him is relevant to the theme of trying to get over something you know what i mean and and like this is just her way of i guess coping with the situation you know i didn't think about that i don't know uh if that was like immediately like you know what i mean like i'm not sure if they did a very good job presenting that but i do think that your point about that is interesting and i think you know, I, I, I think that that adds something, but obviously I'm not sure how much of that's really what was what was immediate to me in my watching of the film, you know? And I agree with you there uh, because it, it circles back to, uh, you know, the we've got this character, Tom Hannigan, or Hanniger, mm -hmm. left because of his trauma and the sheriff's wife is one of the casualties of that trauma where, you know, the love of her life just left. What do you, what does she do? Well, she settles for the next best thing. The local, mm -hmm. the local sheriffs. Yeah. Um, so, like, that's all potentially interesting. But 
it's a slasher movie. We gotta have the kills. Forget we said that. Forget the mistress is pregnant. It doesn't matter. It's not important. <laughs> We're moving on. Yeah, they they they're definitely fixated on other stuff, you know. So let me ask you this, because like I like I mentioned earlier, this come this movie is at the very tail end. Uh, in fact, it's the year before Nightmare on Elm Street just kills the whole thing. Uh, yeah. This is at the very end of the slasher boom reboot craze. And I don't know how many of you, th- those of you have seen, but where does this kind of rank for you amongst the slasher remakes you've seen? Uh, I can definitely say uh, this is better than Nightmare, and it's worse than Friday the 13th, I think. I completely um, agree. Yep, because Friday the 13th knows exactly what it is, and it just doesn't care. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty much just unabashedly, like, here's Friday the 13th, and I don't know. Like, it seems like they're having, like, fun with it. You've explained to me, and I haven't seen all the Friday the 13th movies, but you've explained to me that it's kind of like a hodgepodge of, like, different stuff, you know? Like, it's kind of an amalgamation of... uh, certain aspects of the franchise yeah um you know so that seems really cool seems like they have reverence for that material you know pretty dope and then uh this is a little bit more uncertain about certain things it's got some like issues but yeah i think for the most part like i i I do think that there's some like interesting stuff here and there i think jensen ackles is pretty sweet in the movie yeah i wish Uh, he had done more like this I would sure. have really liked to see his his career in a horror slasher landscape. Yeah, I wonder what that would have been like. Um, because he, he already was on Supernatural. You know what I mean? Like, he's dabbled into, like, some, like, kind of horror Supernatural stuff. You know, I, I feel like that's kind of adjacent to, like, all this stuff, like horror movies and all that jazz. Um, Oh, and, and Nightmare on Elm Street obviously is way worse than this because Nightmare on Elm Street remake is just the worst. Um, like having now seen that, like, ugh, it's gross. So, yeah. I think the last thing I'm really going to mention about this movie, because uh, we've covered uh, pretty much everything there really is to say about it. There was a sequel pitch uh, to Lionsgate. And this is where I'm going to call Lionsgate fucking hypocrites. So Lionsgate lost interest in the in a sequel to this film after mixed reviews from critics. But the sequel would have been more psychological and would have brought back survivors from the remake as well expanded on the backstory. Lionsgate, the people who've put out nine Saw movies, passed on a sequel to this because of critical reception. <laughs> <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah, well, it's interesting, right? Because I feel like the best part of the movie was um, kind of Jensen Ackles' performance. And it seems like from where... And even though I was I was confused about the psychology of his character, I do think that, like, moving forward, you could have done some cool things with him, with all that, maybe flesh things out in another movie. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate that that didn't happen because it seems like they were going to take probably the kind of a seat of a really cool 
psychological slasher movie, which is what I've, I I really like that idea, you know. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's a bummer, man. Yeah, because I mean, the ending clearly hints that oh, you know, we could continue this. They go out of their way to show that he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, and I I so let me ask you this as well because I just thought about this talking about sequel potential. How did you feel uh-huh. about Jensen Ackles' chemistry with um, what's her name, Jamie King? I mean, they're the two best actors in the movie, so like I thought they uh, did a pretty good job of each other, uh, bouncing off of each other. Um, you know, mm-hmm. so I thought I thought that was all pretty well handled for the most part. And did you recognize the deputy? I don't think I did, no. That is uh, Darwin from First Class. <gasps> oh, really? Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. He, he dies in little... that movie, unfortunately. Yeah, he just disappears from this one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> unless, well, he appears again. Yeah, he he appears again <laughs> later, I think. Um, but he's there for like a little bit of time and then just kind of like vanishes. He like spawns out. Mm-hmm. So Doolittle, I'm going to give this uh, a three out of five. Um, it it knows what it is and I admire the the goal at doing something a little more complicated than your average slasher, even if it doesn't hit the mark. Mm-hmm. And I think at the very least it's worth watching just for Jensen Ackles. Sure. Um, and I, I also think it's like one of those things where it's like, it's definitely, it, it is definitely like ambitious on certain levels, but I think that, um, you know, uh, I guess, I guess like going into my score, it's uh, probably like a two out of five. Um, I think right. it's, yeah, I, I don't, I'm just, I'm just not sure. It's, it's not, I think that uh, there are some really cool kind of ideas and seats of cool things, but overall, definitely, definitely pretty messy. <laughs> um, but some good acting though here and there from you know from Jensen Ackles and uh, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, this was another great review. I feel like we've been on a roll lately. Um, yeah. So next week we we'll, we'll be back with our final Valentine's Day review so to speak. Uh, we're going to do It Follows. And then yep. I'm not sure what we're doing for March, but I think it might be time to show Doolittle some of the Friday the 13th he hasn't seen. We'll see. But we'll oh, see. that'd be awesome. I am yeah. totally down for that. Um, I have I have a couple ideas I'll pitch you here in a minute, but uh, thank you guys yeah, for watching. Sure. Uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button if you liked this, and Doolittle, I'll see you next week with It Follows. Yeah. Have a good night, everybody. Yeah, good night.